Welcome to Wisco Dice. Hey, yo, folks, this is the Conzi with the most. What's going on, everyone? On today's show of Wisco Dice, we're going to do something entirely different than anything we've ever done before. What we're going to do is talk about a board game, actually. Now, if you haven't picked up, I am a huge lover of board games and closing in on 500 different board game titles, expansions, whatever in my library, I have no shortage of great games to pick from. For today's show, though, we're going to zero in on one specific game, and that game is called Black Angel. Now, Black Angel was released in 2019. It was, I remember going to Gen Con that year. It was one of the hype games that came out of the convention, but was super hard to get your hands on. And I didn't get a copy then. I actually pre-ordered it at the convention from an online retailer, and it showed up uh, shortly, you know, a month or two after the convention, and I immediately was excited to get it to the table. Just to give a couple of specifics on the game, the game is published by Pearl Games and a few others, and was designed by Sebastian Jordan, Xavier Jorges, uh, and Elaine Orban. And if I mispronounced any of those names, my apologies. I'm not always the best at saying people's names. The game is really for one to four players. It plays, realistically, the playtime is right around, I'd say, right around 45 minutes for two players, and every player you add probably adds 15 to 20 minutes to the playtime. Obviously, add time for setup, teardown of the game. There is quite a bit of game here to set up and quite a bit of game to tear down. So maybe uh, a good... Uh, it took me, I think, 20 minutes to set it up the other day, and then toward it, we haven't we left it on the table because we wanted to play it again right away. Let's talk about the theme of this game next. So in Black Angel, you are playing as the AI of the ship. Now, you might say, well, if I'm playing, what are the other players playing as? Well, all the players are playing AIs of the ship. Now you'd think, well, this game's cooperative. Well, no, no, it's not. There's definitely a winner, uh, and it's going to be whoever's AI was basically outsmarted the others and scored the most points. That's how they're going to judge that. Now, why are there so many AIs on the on this ship? That's an interesting question. Humanity was at its end, and they needed to get off of Earth. Earth was basically the resources were consumed, the people were dying, there's mass plagues, whatever it is that was causing the, or the apocalypse of Earth. And humanity found a planet by the name of Spes that they were going to send all the people to. Except sending people alive, people would not have made it. So the different nations all agreed there was enough resources left on the planet to build a ship to colonize this planet Spes where humans could live. It would be a safe human environment. But they couldn't agree on the software programming. So they all wrote their own AIs. And so you're playing as an AI that represents one of the fictitious Earth nations in this game. This is one of the spots where the theme does fall off just a little bit because you don't really get that feeling that you're playing any specific nation's AI. You're just an AI. But... I guess if you were a computer AI, you probably wouldn't know the difference anyways. 
so now you're playing the game as the AI on the ship. The the ship is represented by the main game board. Uh, there is a travel. There's a series of travel tiles. These are big tiles that look really uh, unique. Um, where you'll you where you'll see there's a, a model for the ship that flies along these these tiles, and eventually will reach the planet's best. That's pretty much the high level of of what the theme of the game is. So let's talk about the production quality and art on this game. This game, for a space-based game, is bright colors, jumps off the table, beautiful. In my opinion, it's a beautiful game. The, the, boards, are, the boards are pretty. The art is great. Everything very much screams. It helps you feel the immersion of the, playing the game, getting into the theme. And I think that's really important uh, for a good game to have great art that allows you to get into the theme, especially if the uh, if the game is going to focus a little more in on mechanics like this game does. That way you can still get that immersion because it's it's part of, I think, the board game playing experience is to have that immersion. One of the coolest bits as far as components are, are concerned is the little spaceships that you can send your worker robots out on away from the ship, and they can go trade with various alien species represented by cards that you can play once those little bots fly out on their little ships. But the little the little bots have their own little figures, and the sh- little plastic ships have their little figures, and you can take your little bot and plug it into the little ship, and and, and he just flies around in space. It's kind of cool. <laughs> As you can tell, I really like that. The bots do look a little cartoonish in their design, and so do the ships look like little UFOs. Um, and in comparison to what I feel like for the Black Angel is this kind of slightly different art style, I, I am, you know, maybe the... The aesthetic there seems to shift. Like the 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 art for the the Black Angel seems much more crisp and detailed. Where while these little bots and the little UFOs seem a little more cartoonish. The other two major components that you have in this game are resources. They're uh, they're generic resources re- represented by crystal gems, uh, which are really cool components. And then red cubes that represent debris, which you will reuse for doing things. That's pretty much the components. Let's talk about the gameplay itself. In Black Angel, when it is your turn, you basically can do one of two things. You're either going to do what you do the majority of the time, or you're basically going to reset yourself. They call it a sequence A and a sequence B, but basically you're going to be doing the main stuff you do pretty much every time it's your turn, or you're going to reset. During the game, when it's your turn, you have like a player board that's in front of you that basically represents your circuitry um, for your AI. And and as you develop and learn things through the game, your circuitry will get more established and you'll have more little tiles that show up on your player board that you can shove around. And there'll be things that you shove off your player board that are things your AI has forgotten because it's figured out how to do things better. Uh, hopefully. Anyways, that's the case. And so... Sometimes at the beginning of your turn, you can choose to activate your AI to basically get the bonuses. You play a card out of your hand, cards being in this case a resource, and you get to activate a series of tiles that match the color of the of the card you played. Um, 
And then there's a, a wild card that would allow you to activate all of the tiles, no matter what the colors are. So that's kind of cool. You can get things like victory points, resources, debris, cubes, extra little UFO robot uh, things, extra bots that you can add to your supply on the player board. Uh, so there's lots of stuff that you can do that you can get out of that action. But that's not the entirety of the action. The You then move on, and that part is optional. You don't have to do it every time. You then move on to playing a choosing a dice now that dice could be either your dice which you'd have a supply of dice that sit in your area that you basically are yours and you can use them and they don't cost you anything or you can pay a resource one of those little crystal uh, diamond looking uh, components and pay it to another player to use one of their dice and then that dice lets you activate one of the six locations that are on the game board or if you have any cards that are played basically in space representing your interactions with alien species you can use that dice to trigger that as an action uh, assuming that those those that card has an action and you have to have your little ufo and robot at that uh docked at that card actions can be anything from repairing the ship uh, in various ways, collecting the debris, or launching your little robots out into space so that they can go meet the various alien species and try to recruit some help. Once you've completed your turn, turns pass to the next player, and you keep going until somebody has to basically do the reset sequence. During the reset sequence, players are going to basically collect dice equal to the number of uh, established workers they have or uh, worker robots they have variously around the board they're going to then uh, move the ship forward once in the space track and then the space track basically uh, evolves based on the movement of the ship and you get closer to the planet space and then you are able to um, clear your player board and uh, of used cards and used debris and stuff like that, and basically now you're ready to go for the next round or the next time you're out. You can also, I should note, you can also lock a dice. Eventually, what's going to happen during a during this reset sequence is that the ship is going to reach the planet Spes, and when that happens, you trigger the end of the game. Eat all the players give basically one more turn to do stuff, and then the game is over. All right, so that is how you play the game. Now, let's talk about what I think about this game. Overall, I really like Black Angel. Black Angel is a game that takes this idea and concept of what could be the future of humanity and makes it play out in a very abstract way. Overall, the gameplay itself, I really enjoy. The actions, the decisions that you have to make are great. My one complaint about this game is that the game seems to abruptly end too fast every time I've played it. Now, that's usually the sign of a good game, I think, especially a good uh, Euro game where it's where you're having all these decisions and you're just feeling like you're getting your engine running. But I don't ever feel like I've quite gotten my engine running. I'm not quite there yet, and the game's over is where this game leaves me. And I really wish it would have been able to make the game go just a little longer 
so that you'd have a little more interesting gameplay and game options. The components of the game are great. I really like that. The art is great. I really like that. And I will play Black Angel anytime anyone wants to play it. I give this game a solid BGG rating at 7. I would I would have liked to have given it a little bit more, but again, I, I that slightly unsatisfactory ending leaves me wanting for a little uh, for a bit uh, a bit more game. Overall, though, I would highly recommend that you check out Black Angel, and if you have an opportunity to play it, play it. If you have know somebody that has it in your board game group, play their copy. It's not quite good enough game to just have two, three, four copies floating in a board game group. You'll find that it won't get played that often, but if you're the only one that has it, it'll definitely see table time. All right, I hope you enjoyed this quasi-review and, and talk about a board game that I really enjoy. And I hope it was helpful for you. And if you like this kind of reviews, pl- please let me know. Um, we do have a Discord. You can join us on and talk about uh, this game or any other board games you'd like to talk with our with us on our Discord or through any of our other social media, whether that's on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, wherever it is. Reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. And as always, keep gaming. Peace out.